0: Do you know that that Jonathan Groff
1: one? They say Yeah, but I can't yeah, I can't fair no, enough. It's like
0: uh <laughs> yeah, it's a bit too high for
1: me. Y- you can
0: do To the After Discussion <laughs> podcast, uh, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order we talk about them, and I'm where Tom's we sing Latin Hamilton
1: songs as if we're Muppets. I'm Simon Peltier, and we've got a special guest with us today.
2: Hi, I'm Sam Houghton. Hi, Sam Hotton. <laughs> After Hi, Tom. like, what is, is Sam getting
0: his hot on? Mm. I am getting
2: oh.
1: my hot. My hot's off. Oh. <laughs> You're getting your hots off, <laughs> <getting my> hots <laughs> off.
0: Oh man, after like yeah. almost a year of doing this podcast Sam is finally on Sam is my roommate I, Woo. I,
2: I'll say I've been featured on a couple of them Peeing Have in you? the background Oh that's true, we've definitely yeah. gotten your pee audio before We've
1: talked about you before, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> It's, it's just funny
2: because I some. I think the last time I just laughed Because I was like, every time I need to pee Tom's doing his podcast
1: Is that the only time in the week that you pee? No, He's got other way very around. Large bladder. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's it's more the other other way around. Every time Tom does the podcast, then I need to pee. Yeah, I get uh, that. That happens to me yeah. that any
0: time that I have an audition, I have to pee. Interesting. Like five minutes before the audition. I know. I know
1: some people who will like go to bed, get comfy, turn off the lights, and be like, "Oh shit, I have to pee." Mm-hmm. Get up, go pee, and it's like the most minuscule amount of pee. <laughs> go back to bed get comfy, turn off the light, they have to pee again. Yeah. And then do that like three times every night. I can think... you imagine how infuriating that would be if
0: you had to pee every time you were just about to sleep? That happens every to me night. a little bit. Every night I go to
2: bed and then I'm like, maybe 20 minutes later I have to pee. Maybe they can just get a small nighttime catheter. Just <laughs> just a small... That's
1: what, I've, that's what I've suggested a couple times.
0: Uh, just like a bedpan? Yeah.
2: <laughs> just nothing serious. Just like a really, you know, it's like a little Tupperware... You could you could <laughs> clean it <laughs> out in the morning. It's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not the worst idea.
1: Yeah, and you know, in case you ever need like a urine sample for anything cuz oftentimes for urine samples you can't drink or eat anything for like a large amount of time. Really?
0: Yeah, weird. They want like your worst urine? No, they
1: want your <laughs> purest urine or your your pure <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> Which I believe is a uh, is a is a Jewish festival <laughs> where they where they, so dress, up, where the they dr- dress up where they dress up as uh, as j- it's like the Jewish Halloween, right? Y-
0: yeah, close. That's uh, Purim. Purim. Yeah. Purim. Yeah. yeah. Purim. Like like get rid of the M, put in an N is actually Jigglypuff's Japanese name.
2: Oh, is it really? Yeah. Wow. Now we've covered every area of interest Tom has. Yeah. So I'm out. Yeah. I'll let
0: you do talk about philosophy now. All the new minutes. listeners are gone now. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Sam, you're a musician.
2: Am I? Yeah. Am I. <laughs> am what I? instrument or instruments do you play? Uh I play the drums. Good. I, I dabble in the keyboard. Wow. Uh, every now and then they let me sing, and then they immediately regret it. Funkalicious, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You play you so primarily percussion though in your band, right? Uh, well, drums now. I used to yeah. be kind of more percussion, but yeah, I guess so, in general percussion. Yeah,
1: I've noticed a very distinct lack of drum sets in this apartment. So where do you set drums? Okay, well,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I set my drums in uh, in TMR. I well, that's basically a, that's.
1: Is that, is that far from Indigy? It's pretty far from Indigy. It's yeah.
2: quite far. I mean, NG. if you have a
1: car, it's not too bad. Yeah.
2: It's, it's agonizingly far. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: that's kind of how Montreal works, isn't it? Yeah. Anything is pretty close to, with a car, but with like public transit is the worst. It's <laughs> agonizing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: yeah. now uh, our guitarist, Adrian, has a has a car, so it's everything's a lot easier. Oh, nice. But anyway, I, we have kind of a Frankenstein kit built from, there's three former drummers in our band, so we all just kind of have oh. a drum set. In common it's no one's <laughs> yeah. it's no one's in particular, no one can take it home and say, right, this is my drum set, yeah, but it's also kind of all of ours. So it's a like, communist ideal,
0: stash it up the jam space and
2: mm. yeah, which is currently the basement of Julian Arsno's nice uh, our guitarist uh former home,
1: so is this is this band a band that like cycles through drummers quite a bit? No,
2: are you on your way out? <laughs> 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 it's really like. Do you just every sign, time like, I hit the drums, I'm, I'm, you know, I, th- they're getting ready to kick me out, basically. No. So is <laughs> it is it the
1: kind of thing where they say like you you can hit the drums 8,500 times, and after 8,500 times we get rid of you? It's like mileage yeah. on a car. It, it, it's yeah.
2: a it's a short term exactly. contract. They renew it every couple of months. They yeah. kind of look do a performance yeah. review. Uh, it's, you- it's a scale from one to six. <laughs> One to six. Have, you,
1: have you seen the 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 video where they like, um, these people like working in a in a furniture store try to sell a couch the same way they would sell a car? No. Where they say like like if they're talking about the couch and they say like what it's made of and what's inside it and everything, and they'll say like oh it comes in these colors and it's good for a 356. Yeah. <laughs> People go like, "What? Sorry?" And they go, "Yeah, it's a uh, warranty for 356. cents."
2: <laughs> what happens? Does it just get progressively uncomfortable, Honestly, or well, is like, it just kind he, of like it breaks? He, <laughs> just,
1: he just kind of avoids, dodges the question, and kind of like makes makes fun of it. And then eventually, they're like, "So that's ridiculous for a couch, isn't it ridiculous for a car too?"
0: Oh, mm. damn! Hmm. That that was like a good like. The, the whole technique Sip of drinking take. water after making a good point is like, mm, I'll let you sit on that for a second while I
2: hydrate. Yeah, it's funny. I just yeah. want to say something, Woody, and make a disgusting noise. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's true of couches, though. Like, you do, I mean, there's not like a printed number of sits that it's good for, but like after a while, like, it's it not gets a, a little less comfy, right?
2: I assume somewhere one exists. Like, there is a number, but so, it's very indefinite.
1: I, I would imagine that it's it's kind of like a light bulb where it's not like how how many times you turn it on, but it's more like how long it's on for. Okay, right? Because I could uh-huh. sit down once for eight
0: years on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> it would get this like massive. Impact. Like you would slowly sink through the couch.
2: I mean, no one would right? ever sit on that couch again just by it. Like, I mean, I imagine it's just caked with shit and urine. <laughs>
1: No, I've got I've got that like Tupperware, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. right? The Tupperware you shift a little bit to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly, exactly. But like that wouldn't be like okay, and now I have like eighty five thousand more, right? You know, it'd be like well, now that's done, (laughs) (laughs) or I could sit on it once every
0: month, right? (laughs) Who only sits on their couch once a month? (laughs) It's a horrible life. I would, I mean, you just look at it and get
1: someone who travels a lot. Okay, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. You're
0: traveling 29 days out of the month, and the other day you come home and you sit on your couch for like eight hours. Or maybe you're just at home overnight every,
1: you know, Mm. once a week or something. You come sleep, go to the laundromat once everything's dry, hop on the next plane, whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess there's times when I don't sit on couch. Like I sit on this couch once a week Mm. because it's a bad couch. (laughs) It's a (laughs) very bad couch. (laughs) Yeah, that
1: couch though. That that couch has definitely passed its sit quota. Yeah, for those for those Both
2: listening, we're we're pointing at uh, respectively the worst couch ever, <laughs> and, and and a pretty decent couch. Yeah, I mean it's pretty top tier couch. Yeah, I mean, it's a very comfortable couch.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very just, mushy.
1: It's, it's very soft. It's oh, mushy. Don't say mushy
0: because it's seen some things.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's very it's, uh, it's, it's very
1: enveloping.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: it's uh, sensual. Yeah. Sensual is a word. Yeah, it's, it's very uh, it caresses me.
0: <laughs> like exceptionally gross about that. I'm sorry. <clears throat> so, yeah. so you're on the way out of your band right
2: now as the drummer because you've had close to eight thousand sits. Uh, I'm really making them count at this point. I play about once every eight bars. Okay. <laughs> I just hit the hit the snare drum. So basically, as often as the bassist. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh shade. Oh man.
0: Shade on Will Bork. Will Bork's not their bassist. No, but he is a bassist. He's a bassist.
1: Sure. And he listens to this. Has he ever been on the podcast? No. No. Maybe one
2: day. Will's never yeah. been on
1: the podcast? Will's never been on the podcast. I feel like no. I've seen him. I Boy, get...
0: Boy's been too busy with school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Too much school. Yeah. Well, we
1: started in the summer. Yeah, that's true. And he was not in school. No, he was just busy with the summer. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you know how kids are. There's nothing mm-hmm. like summer in the city. Someone in a rush meets someone looking pretty. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, miss. I know it's not <laughs> funny, but your perfume smells like your daddy's got money. Um, tell me about your band, though. Like, What is your band's name? Yeah.
2: First of all, my Burr, father. Me. <laughs> my <laughs> father is a middle class man. Uh, my band. Um, my band is called Crackers and Jam. Mm-hmm. We are an indie funk rock outfit. We're five dudes. We play the music I just mentioned and uh, <laughs> indie funk rock. Yes, indie funk rock, and not exclusively. Like we we dabble in other things, mm-hmm. but uh, you got some bluesier stuff. Yeah, we got blues. Mm-hmm. I was and, just
1: listening to. Um, a radio lab about uh, Robert Johnson.
0: Robert Johnson. That's a yeah, very yeah. generic name. You're going to have to be more
1: specific. Robert Johnson is only the only one Robert. of the most famous most influential blues yeah. musicians of all time. He like like according to legend, sold his soul to the devil to become mm-hmm. the greatest uh, the, yeah, the greatest blues player of all time. <laughs> Interesting. Story. I feel like
2: you have to have that story if you want to be a blues legend. Yeah. Right. He did he did
1: write a song about being at, at a crossroads and another song about mm-hmm. him and the devil walking side by side. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. You have to either sell your soul or be extremely fat. That's mm. the only way you can or be Or both. So what lesson. you're saying
0: is that if I keep going on the track I'm on, I could potentially become a blues legend. I think be- exactly. I think you can skip ahead if you become
1: blind. Oh. Yeah, yeah, blind yeah. works too. Yeah. Uh as long as although you are white, so you're going to have to grow an exceptionally long beard or get really fat.
0: <laughs> both, <laughs> preferably. I can preferably. I mean, I've proven that I can grow a very long beard. Certainly. And I've It was not that a good beard, fat. but it was a beard. Yeah, <laughs> but after a certain length, it doesn't matter how good it is anymore. It's just a long beard. <laughs> I I severely disagree with that. <laughs> you think that there's there's like very good horribly long beards and very bad horribly long beards? I think
1: so. I think like I think the the problem with you is that you had just stopped shaving at some point mm-hmm. and then never trimmed or anything. <laughs> right. So you had some hairs that were like radically longer than other ones. And it was growing in like all of the directions. And I think that was the problem. If you had like yeah. trimmed a regular or like semi regularly and just evened it out a little bit, it would have looked a lot nicer. It's
0: true. There's a grooming aspect to it, yeah, I
1: guess. Definitely. Like the the guy from the Sussex beard oil has yeah. a very long
0: beard and it's it looks good very good. Right? You know, I was one of their first customers. Yeah. Like you told me within the first like three or four. Yeah. Yeah. And uh um, I haven't bought from them since Scott Evans also <laughs> has a very nice long beard. It's like it does. It's gotten like Unrealistically straight. Mm-hmm. I was skyping with him this morning and noticing that his beard was like—it's just like tier. sticks. Yeah, sticks pointing straight down. <laughs> you didn't get a chance to Does meet it? Scott when you were in Ireland, eh? Uh, no, I didn't. Darn, I should have yeah. set that up. Mm-hmm. I, I meant to try
2: to, and then yeah. Oh, I want to see this man. I, I'm picturing his his beard is so pointy that it's like he can't he can't move his head too far down. You know or the drummer from System of a Down that's oh, like okay. super like pointy beard okay it yeah is is that, nothing it, like that isn't
0: he a uh, like that? <laughs> isn't that the bassist the guy with the ponytail beard did you just call my bluff i have never <laughs> looked that system of there's
1: there's a there's a i think it's the bassist who has like a really really long goatee mm-hmm. but that he has like
0: like it's elastics. like braided with elastics yeah it's and got the, elastics at like two uh, inch intervals mm. it's pretty uh Impressive, yeah. impressive, kind of yeah. gross. See, that's the thing though. Yeah. Like, with a beard like that, I mean, like it's that, system it's, of a down. Yeah, so. yeah. Like that's what I mean though. With a beard like that, you are simultaneously doing something that's kind of rad, but also like kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's more what I meant. Was that like a long beard is always going to be kind of gross, even if it's well maintained.
1: But it can be considerably less gross if it's well maintained.
0: True enough. <laughs> but I would say at that point it becomes less exciting
2: too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. women like a man whose beard looks like it's been. Drawn through the dirt a bit. Yeah. Do yeah. they? Women like no. a man whose beard looks like it's seen more things than she has. <laughs> Women
1: yeah. like a man whose beard has new species of bacteria in it. <laughs>
2: you can learn a lot about undiscovered <laughs>
1: undiscovered animals living inside it. Have you ever like combed through a beard?
2: No. And I just like I have.
1: looked for things. No. I have combed through it, but I have not combed through it <laughs> looking for things. You ever just look for some treasures? I always find treasures in my beard couple of little little treasures <laughs> I, f- I found a gummy bear
0: in it once, really, and I ate it. What was that like?
1: It's very warm mm-hmm.
0: kind of oily once, i once I once was eating some soup very very slowly and I accidentally spilled a little, and I was worried it went on my shirt, and I looked down and it didn't because it was all <laughs> <in> my beard. <laughs> Is this the beginning of a really bad, erotic novel? <laughs> the, the beginning. This is the climax. <laughs> <laughs> pants are wow. off. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I really liked you guys' first EP. Okay. I keep bringing mm. this back to the band. The band. Um, That's fair. When is the next... Crackers and Jam. The next cut coming? Well, our the first next album... sweet cut.
2: All right. Well, our first EP was called King of the Normies, and... That was a huge success among people we made by it. And uh our our new one coming out is called Benson. Benson. It's, it's a, I think it five song E P. Okay. And it has no coherence at all. Sweet. Like like our band, more or less. Fair right. enough. I mean we, we all kind of have uh very distinct and very not uh not mutually exclusive influences, but mm-hmm. it comes out like, so each song in the album is, is kind of from a different genre or a different tradition of music. So oh. it's, so it's interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, a it's, it's eclectic.
2: It's eclectic, but I think at this point we're starting to get an overall sound together. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. kind of, I'm overstating how much.
0: Okay. Right. So it's, it's a little bit eclectic, but at the same time you can tell it's you guys through the whole thing. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. It's, exactly. Yeah.
2: And to to be honest, that's mostly because I play the drums the same way all the time. I'm not very good at drums. Well,
0: it's okay. You've only got another couple hundred. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And before. They just
2: record you once and then just. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. More or less. You just slow it down and speed it up. Yeah. Boom, ka. Boom, boom, ka. Boom, ka.
1: Boom,
0: boom, ka. That's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> you do you do groove really well at that speed.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
0: Cool. And do you, do you have a release date for Benson yet? Or
2: uh, we're we're thinking about it presently. Okay, we've cool. got um, we've got a music video in the works, and ooh, we're, we're we're trying to instead of just you know releasing the album and no one giving a shit, like we're trying to create some sort of you want hype, some hype, some hype, creating yeah. a hype train, and. I think uh, we put together kind of a good video. So that's going to be like the beginning. And that's also one of the better songs. So hopefully some people will will take notice and then we'll just build up from there, play some shows. Sweet. Typically you
1: want to make a music video of your second best song.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Right.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, because if you put your best song out there, then people listen to the album and go like, eh. Yeah. I'll I'll just buy the single. Whereas, Whereas if they buy the single, then they go like, whoa. This
2: other song's really good. Uh, that's fair. Uh I wanna think of um at least like that's probably how I'd do it. Right, because no, you agree know, they them. they hear the song that you made
0: the music video for that they thought was your best, and then they listen to the album and they find some yeah. buried treasures.
1: Yeah. That's it. They find little gummy bears. Little gummy bears, a little bit of soup. Little
0: gum beard
1: gummy bears.
2: I'd say I'd say the album it could I guess what we're hoping for is that the album has more interesting songs. Although although I won't say that like that one is uninteresting because it's not pop by any means, but like, right. Well, I mean, it's pop, but like, it's not like poppy yeah. anyway, but uh yeah, there's something on the album that is not, not present in the single, I guess. Right.
0: Cool. Sweet. Mm. Sounds fun. Yeah. Looking forward to it. <laughs> I liked uh, when, when you first gave me a copy of King of the Normies, it took me a couple of days to listen to it because I didn't have anything that I could put it into. Because like, <coughs> my, my Mac doesn't have a CD drive and my yeah. laptop CD drive is broken. Mm-hmm. And so eventually I was like, oh yeah, right. We have a stereo. And I was like, <laughs> that was, that's it my stereo. Dishes. <laughs> yeah. I, I stole your stereo. To <laughs> listen to your album. It felt fair. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. That's
1: good. Is yeah, your, is your
2: CD it? also on Spotify? Uh, like no, but we're, be, well, that was mostly because we hadn't created any sort of formal, like licensing mm-hmm. or anything right so now that we we did that and we created like a whole band contract nice oh cool it, it's fairly simple basically if uh if anything goes wrong we all owe julian arsenal curry that's okay. the ma- that's the only special stipulation we all contributed zero dollars in capital and nice and if anything goes wrong we just give julian curry
0: okay that's that's a reasonable <laughs> deal. I've got a similar deal with Simon, where like if he ever like screws anything up, um, he has to let me like lick ice cream off his body. Yeah, <laughs> it's the contract it's the sign that Simon I about about uh, I've <laughs> already
1: picked out the ice cream, and it's still it's, uh, it's sitting in my freezer. It's dairy free, though, right?
0: We'll talk about it. Later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What kind
1: Thanks for listening to the After Discussion podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if I was able to do the half hour episode? Oh, man. Yeah. Sam, what do you like to
2: do in your free time? What do I like to do in my free time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. T- Tom's currently pulling back his eyelids to look at me while I answer. I want to pay close attention. What do I do in my free time? I mostly read. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. are you reading now? Uh, I'm mostly reading stuff for school, but. I'm also reading Hegel, Hegel's Logic, but that's kind of also for school.
1: Hegel, i okay, good to have you because I need you, need you, need you so bad. W- you those? guys never heard that?
2: No. It's the
0: uh,
1: the philosopher, German philosopher's love song.
2: Oh, wow. Huh. I haven't heard this one. It's so great. It's <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's an entire love song about, like, from a, like a guy to a girl, but <laughs> using puns from German philosophers' names. Amazing. Philosopher and artist. So I guess, you know, I was like, Hegel. I go to go to have you because I Nietzsche oh. Nietzsche's so bad. Mm. Oh. Get it? Look it up. German philosopher. Do you know who, who it's by?
0: Song? It's on YouTube. Oh, fair enough. I've only yeah. heard
2: the the Monty Python one. The Monty Python. Oh, okay, one. yeah, yeah. Emanuel Kant was a real. It's a it's a philosopher drinking song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. That that one's a classic. Mm-hmm. But uh, so what was the last thing you read for leisure? For leisure. <laughs> for leisure.
0: You know, you dug through your beard and you, you found a little bit of treasure. I and mean, in the treasure chest was a leisure book.
2: Yeah, I feel bad because I haven't, <clears throat> I haven't read any actual, just like fiction in probably a year now. Wow. Well, Well, wow. like other than maybe short stories mm-hmm. here and there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, everything I've been reading on the side has been philosophy too. Okay, and, fair enough. I mean, I think... This summer, I'm going to try to read some actual books because I just really feel guilty. <laughs> could you
1: could you sum up Hegel's philosophy in one sentence? Uh,
0: no. Uh, no, two sentences. Well, could you sum up Hegel's philosophy
2: in 8,500 drum hits? Maybe that I could probably do. <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to write it out. Yeah, and maybe have some triggers that actually have words. <laughs> Is that loud?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. You get an electric kit, that, like.
2: Yeah. Drugs. Math. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> math. That's actually basically what Hegel is. Drugs, math. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, fair enough. Drugs, semicolon, math. <laughs> <laughs> so Period. that's
0: that's that's one sentence, basically. It's a cool. sentence with a semicolon. But right. mm-hmm.
1: yeah. drugs and math. Drugs and math.
0: Drugs and math and drugs and math. Da- da- <laughs> da- 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 <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What uh, you said short stories. Mm-hmm. Do you have, like, a favorite short story writer?
2: Short story writer. I mean, exclusively, like, someone who re- exclusively writes short stories, I guess, Alice Munro.
0: Well, it doesn't
1: need to be someone who only writes that, but, like... It's true. They can have a diverse background. They yeah. could also be yeah. an accountant or, you know, <laughs> a, 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 a poet. <laughs> a poet, they could yeah. could be a pirate a who po- searches for treasure. Poe.
2: Poe. A po, Oh. Poe. I mean, Poe po legitimately used to be my favorite short story writer.
1: He remains po- my favorite poet. He remains okay. my favorite teletubber.
2: Yeah, I once read a book. He remains my favorite
0: X-Wing pilot. He remains my favorite lantern-carrying ghost from The Legend of Zelda. (laughs) He remains my favorite ancient type of Japanese art. He remains Mm -hmm. my favorite soup. That's how you pronounce that, right? (laughs) 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 Oh. Oh. <laughs> Let's go get some poe.
2: <laughs>
1: I apologize to all our Southeast Asian friends. I apologize. <laughs> oh. oh man, but who's your who's your favorite author? Favorite fiction author? Favorite
2: author is probably Tolstoy, hmm. but I but I go back and forth between him and. Dust Have Davies. you ever read
1: uh, Android Karenina?
2: No, I've heard of that. I don't. I, I'm not sure how I feel about it, and I always feel like you've read Anna Karenina though. I, I have though. Yeah, yeah, but I, w- I want to see what that's about. But also, I've already read the book, so it's kind of weird because, mm. like, I've I've I know the plot. But I, I think I, I you imagine need goes... to
1: read Anna Karenina to enjoy Android Karenina. Though. Okay,
2: mm. okay, that's fair.
0: That's kind of how I feel about Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. Like, yeah. I read Pride and Prejudice, mm, kind of enjoyed it, yeah. but and I think I'm not going to bother reading Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. But I think they're making a movie. So yeah, I think it's, I'll see I, the movie's been released, I believe. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I think it was in the theaters. <laughs> Did they pull I, a Beyonce and just kind of like slip it under our nose? <laughs> see, I uh I watched the Lizzie Bennett diaries. Mm-hmm. So I assume that means that I read Pride and Prejudice. I think as far as like like visual media productions of Pride and Prejudice go, that's probably one of the like the better ones. Yeah. yeah. Not the uh, Colin Firth one. Nothing wrong with Colin Firth.
1: <laughs> it's one of my favorite Collins. <laughs> Who's your who, Who's your top
2: three Collins? Firth, Mockery, Powell. Oh, that's a good one. Those are actually very good Collins. Yeah. Although I'd put, I can't think of who
0: the two other are. Colin Mockery is the guy from whose line is in anyway? um oh. Colin Powell is <laughs> not actually named Colin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> was it, was so it so Secretary of State of or something? Colin Powell is. Uh, I can't remember either, to be oh. honest. I think it was Defense Secretary or something. Um maybe states i don't know
0: yeah anyway huh. he was the first uh tr- the first secretary of the treasury actually oh uh, i don't know i believe that was um
1: that was uh that was uh <laughs> <laughs> that was uh oh
0: shit it's on the tip of my tongue that uh, <laughs> was
1: uh damn. they're lying <laughs> that was uh hamilton no 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 it was it was thomas jefferson jefferson yeah. There you go. Oh,
2: they actually did know it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh it was Hamilton for the record. It was Aaron
2: Burr, sir. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Fair enough. I tried I I I've gotten to a point where I just assume that everybody I know <laughs> and don't know knows the Hamilton. Yeah. So like I thought I heard a friend of mine in the hallway say Aaron Burr, and so I yelled Aaron Burr, sir. And they they just looked at me and went, like, what? That's
0: that's (laughs) incredible. Can you just do that, like, every couple days? It doesn't matter what people are talking about. But
1: here's the thing. I repeated it, like, five times. (laughs) And they were just like, I'm so confused. And then I explained to them. I was like, have you you guys listened to Hamilton? And they were like, what's Hamilton? Uh And then I, I had to backpedal everything, go like, Okay,
0: so there's this musical, and yeah. I had, uh, in my improv class, we were doing a game uh, called the uh, the Pixar Story Pitching Game, where basically mm. uh, the idea is that you start with one person who says, like, once upon a time there was a baker who lived with his wife, and then the next person goes, and every day... Uh, the baker and his While wife would bake breaks. Were being well, that's it. And- yeah. So the second, the second line is always and every day blank. And right. every time that we did a new round of this and the teacher was like, and every day I, in my head, I was like, well, slaves were being slaughtered and carted away <laughs> across the waves. <laughs> and I feel like Hamilton is maybe like, like, yeah, overwhelming my brain right now. That
1: and like, um, like, there's a bunch
0: of phrases like that, that mm-hmm. like, look around, look around. Look around. At how lucky we are to be alive right now. I, I get that a lot with mm-hmm. um if someone if I'm on Facebook for like three seconds to like check a notification mm-hmm. and I immediately get a message from somebody who like sees that I'm online and thinks that yeah. you know I'm there to talk, I immediately go, I'm not here for you and I wish there was a gif of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you've only heard like snippets of Hamilton that I've played yeah. you with. Eh? What's yeah. your like what's your uh, uh, thoughts on it so far? <laughs>
2: As an outsider, I think it's I think it's great that there's so many people who now know an absurd amount about a, ver- a very specific piece of American history. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of, I mean, that's a success uh, yeah. for the show. I mean, not a musical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and you've uh, like, I've shown you a couple of like the more impressive like raps from it. Yeah.
1: And what would you say are the more impressive
0: raps from it? I think the cabinet battles are fantastic. Definitely. I think like, I, Guns and Ships is full of ships. good
1: stuff. Yeah. I love the Battle of Yorktown too. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Uh Alexander uh Hamilton's bits in um uh Right Hand Man too. Yeah. are really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I played well, you those cabinet battles.
0: Yeah. You were like laughing.
2: Yeah. no. I, th- I think they're they're very good. It's definitely yeah. like eventually I'll watch it. I just there's something about musicals mm-hmm. in general and you know this. Yeah, for sure. And it's nothing uh I wouldn't say I'm I'm totally against them. Like you just have to be in the right mood to like watch one. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. My problem is that I feel like it's an insult both to theater and music. That's all I can say.
0: <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Fair enough. Huh. It's it's a different. It is a sort of. Di- it's a different creature of its own. I, I, I didn't mean that. Really I would. About... I, no, I I would agree. I would agree. It's, it's yeah. yeah. You can't like a musical. You can't look at a musical the same way you look at a play, and you can't look at it the same way that you look at a regular album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I I
2: understand that, and yeah. I know it's because I haven't been really initiated. Yeah. But
0: I I find that like. Hamilton's a
1: good is a good way into like I don't listen to a whole lot of hip hop of hip <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: not happening with. I the hip-hop. don't listen to a
1: lot of hip hop. Um, no, I don't listen, listen to a whole to lot the of hip hop, and I don't listen to a whole lot of musicals. But this makes me want to explore both a mm. lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. Yeah on on Friday I went to I I went to lead my youth group and I had forgotten that there were the there was this other group of youths coming in from Pittsburgh <laughs> right who um. Yeah, like they were like I I had heard of them. I heard they were going to be there, but I just forgot about it. And I'd had kind of like a long day and an even longer week, and I was just not down to be around people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Ah, oh, it's going to be extra people." And that group was like five times larger than our than our youth group. Right. So, there was like our four little kids, four or five little kids, and then like 25 other people that <laughs> right. I'd never met before who were just all around everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm in line to to get some food and one of the moms who'd accompany them like starts talking to me and goes like, "Oh, so like you're one of the leaders?" And I go, "Yep,
2: mm-hmm, yeah."
1: And she's like, starts chatting with me, and I tell her that I'm that I'm a theater student, and she goes, oh, "You're a theater student? You study acting?" And I went, "Yeah, yeah." And she's like, oh, "These kids were in a musical. They were in *Anne of Green Gables*. They were just fabulous. I tell you, they were just so good." And then she like grabs one girl and goes like, "She was playing Anne." And grabs another girl and goes, "She was playing Diane." And I was like, "That's great, dude." That's awesome. And then, like, eventually, I grab my food and I go and sit down. And about ten minutes later, that same that same mother sort of pops up and goes, "So, everybody, Simon here says that he's a he's a drama major. Oh boy. Raise your hand, everybody who's in the musical." And I like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was very uncomfortable. But then, like, I started I talked to a little, to a couple of them about like the difference between sort of musical acting, right, and acting, yeah, because uh, both
0: are are taxing performances for sure yeah but there there is a difference they're very different
1: yeah. like you can't approach a musical the same way you'd approach like a naturalistic play and mm-hmm. you can't approach a naturalistic
0: play the same way you'd approach a musical right mm-hmm. right i mean i think it depends on the text i'm sure there's there's some situations where you probably could like find a little more overlap yeah but generally yeah but mm-hmm.
1: like yeah like it it's generally safe to assume that they're they're different enough that you mm-hmm. if, that
0: if you tend to do more of one, you might not be as, as good at the other. Mm-hmm. I yeah. would say mm-hmm. that with a musical, there is more of an emphasis on the like singing and the dancing than there yeah. is on the actual yeah. Like, acting. Yeah. So like you can have people who are yeah. like reasonably good actors, but fantastic singers and dancers. Exactly. Whereas in a play, you want people who are fantastic actors. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, there ends up being a little bit of a difference in depth there, I guess.
2: Yeah. 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 No, it's just it's yeah. just something I haven't explored. Really, yeah. I don't know. I just said that to oh yeah, for sure. cause controversy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean that's fair because
0: we are we are constantly jerking off Lin Manuel Miranda on this show. So Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's, it's good to have someone in here who's not seen the show and isn't all that excited about it. I, I'm
2: the voice of dissent. I'm yeah. the the anti musical. The anti. I haven't I haven't heard anyone <laughs> yet who has,
1: who has really like
0: sat down and listened to Hamilton and said like eh, it's okay. So I I I got it for Julian Mackenzie as a birthday present. Yeah, and he was like, I listened to like a bit of it and was like, I get why Tom likes this, but it wasn't really my thing. And I was like, you need to listen to the whole thing and then decide if it's your thing. Which I also realize is a daunting task because mm. like I do believe that that's the only way to really form an opinion of it. Mm. But it's also I, two and a half hours. But see, I listened to it while I was working. Mm-hmm. Like I I
1: found it on Spotify and I was like, hit play yeah. and then I just like. Like there were moments that would like grab my attention and I like won't mm-hmm. stop. Oh yeah, you
0: can fade in and out a little. Yeah, but you've I, got to get the whole thing start to. It finish. definitely
1: took me a, a while to realize that he had married Eliza. Okay, right. I didn't because because the t- the the two Skylar sisters have very similar voices. Okay, yeah. And fair thin- enough. Then I don't.
0: They don't like. Explicit- he also has some like weird like maybe yeah. sex with his sister. Yeah. yeah, there's <laughs>
1: one song where it's him and eliza and then the song immediately after is about him and angelica right and th- nowhere they say that he explicitly marries eliza right like there's one bit where they say like well they do uh, they they talk about like um the maid of honor angelica skyler right but if you miss that bit you're just like oh, wh- what who's who's singing who's right what? except what? that
0: angelica's whole song in satisfied is about how she introduces him to eliza and he marries her
1: yeah, but like she doesn't. She doesn't say like, "Oh,
0: he married Eliza. I'm so sad." Uh, he he definitely. She definitely yeah. does. I challenge you to go
2: back and look at those lyrics. Uh, but anyway. we're isolating Sam. <laughs> anyway, I have Sam. nothing to add. I think you're well. both right. <laughs> what a good little. I guess diplomat. if you're if you're not
1: really paying attention, yeah, you can miss it easily. Yeah, that's
0: a the thing. There's yeah. a lot that you can miss if you're not actually listening. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I
2: think yeah, I'd say like you should sit down and listen to it eventually. But. Yeah, I yeah definitely in the summer. So, I just can't justify it right right now. I feel that. I Play can justify it while
1: you're uh, while you're cleaning or uh, or you know when do, when do I it. clean? I don't know. <laughs> when does it clean? <laughs> if you, while you're doing something else, cooking, and then eating, and then cooking some more, and then eating some. more. Do it more.
0: while you're you're searching my my body hair for treasures. I do that a lot. <laughs> I definitely do do that a lot. Yeah, we have those nights, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hit. said something during <laughs> I said something. all that uh, that made me think of something that we should talk about. What did that I say? Was interesting. Uh, that whole thing about the lady, like being like, "Oh, he's an actor. Let's talk about this." Yeah. Do you often find yourselves like you know we are all people who have like artistic gifts. Yeah. Do you find yourself in situations where like older generations especially will like take that and immediately make a big bigger deal out of it than you want them to?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Huh. Because I have been in so many situations, like with my grandpa especially, he really, really likes the idea that I enjoy doing like music things, mm-hmm. and so he will immediately introduce me to everybody as "this is my grandson, the musician." And I'm like, I am a musician, but like, <laughs> it's it's actually not a huge part of my life. Yeah, yeah. I think
2: yeah. the the good thing about being a drummer is that people are reasonably impressed, but they're not like drum for me. Yeah, so they're not going to... like. Which, assume.
1: like, like of all the instruments, that's one of the ones that you could just whip out at any moment, right? Just yeah. take, like, take if you're at a pub, take a two knives, yeah. set the glasses at different places, and there's like...
2: Well, I meant more that they won't assume any, like, great character traits about me. Like, okay. if you say, like, oh, I play piano, I've been playing since I was five, people will just assume, like, you've got an IQ of 138, and then they'll talk... Talk to their their friends about it.
1: Really? Is that yeah. a is that is that
2: a high IQ? I guess. I don't know. I mean, yes, like that's, a, that's high. What's an average IQ? One hundred is literally the average. Okay. like it's 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 centered around. And then Siri, bigger...
1: what's the average IQ? Let me
2: check on
1: that. Here's some information. Oh yeah, you're right. You're, your your yeah. Siri has a
0: different voice from mine. Yeah, Did I you uh, her, I made, like made British. her British
1: because oh, I thought it'd be really funny. Wow, <laughs> IQ is like a pretty perfect bell curve with 100 well straight up in the I, i'm
2: pretty sure that's like 100 just means you are average right mm. like you're the center of the bell curve if that, you're makes, that uh, mm. yeah okay that makes sense yeah yeah fair enough so yeah and then every everything above that you mm-hmm. get more i mean well that's obvious yeah
1: but yeah i think like to, to answer your question i think i don't know if i if i've said this on the podcast before but one of the interesting things about that i find about acting is that it's a it's a very relatable art form mm-hmm. where like if you're a good actor, people everybody knows you're a good actor. Whereas you could be like a good pianist, mm-hmm. but you play piano in a very specific style that some people might be
0: like that's that's too weird or something, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like because whereas if you're, if you're an amazing jazz pianist, but people like don't really dig. Don't or jazz. or like
1: if you if you were like a really good you know cla- <laughs> classical pianist in the like seventies and eighties, you were doing some like really strange stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But whereas if you're like, if if you're if you're a very good actor, people will be like, oh, he's a great actor. But they don't necessarily know what you do. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do to get there? Right? Like, like when, like one of the questions that I get is like, what do you do in your classes? And is it hard to memorize lines? Right. Or like I, (laughs) that's that's pretty much it, right? That
0: that second question is extremely dumb like (laughs) like everybody at some point has had to memorize some
1: some variation of that that or like um i could never do it because i could never memorize the lines and you're Mm -hmm. like well like memorizing the lines is important but it's not like the main aspect of Mm -hmm. it right like it's like, it's the kind of thing where, like, once you work around the character and, like, you start developing yeah. the character, the lines become secondary and they yeah. just make sense. Right. Because yeah.
0: you you associate the lines then with, like, all your blocking and with the emotions that you're drumming up in those situations and everything. Exactly. And then you, like, don't have to think about them as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything you build, you build so that it works with the
1: arc of the scene and with the dialogue. So, like, it's not like, oh, I have to be angry to be at this line. It's like, now I'm angry and this line makes sense. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 yeah, definitely. yeah. And I don't know, so I guess I get I get a lot of like very genuine questions, but that are a bit silly mm. sometimes. Right? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. I, I do also get some people who like know just enough of it that they know what's a dumb question to ask. Okay. Yeah. Right. And they'll like like um uh Tim's brother-in-law mm-hmm. has been like one of the one of the people that like one of my acquaintances who's not in the theater performing arts who's been like the most interested. Mm in like acting or in, in specifically my acting is right. like asked very, very interesting questions. And I found that like, cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like sometimes you'll get mm-hmm. like people who ask like good questions. Mm-hmm. I just, I hate when I get the like, Oh, like can you play something for us right now? And i like look around and be like, do you have a like, guitar that's already <laughs> tuned? Cause I don't yeah. feel like dealing with that. I also get, <laughs> Hey, do you want to direct our Christmas pageant? Oh, gross. And I went, nope. Do you remember that time we directed a disastrous Christmas musical? (laughs) You directed. Well, you were supposed to help, but we both got food poisoning that night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's true. That was exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I was technically your stage manager, but I was basically your assistant director. Yeah, but you were also in the bathroom the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. nightmare. We had gotten pizza from uh, Panoli's up on Monkland, oh. uh, but it was like burnt. And the whole time we were eating it, it w- we were like, this is bad. Yeah, this is not very good. Yeah. And
1: then we both were like,
0: oh, this is bad. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Mm-hmm. I think it hit you right away and then like me when I got home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, bad was, that's it, not the best sucked. christmas play nope no it was <laughs> it was kind of disastrously bad yeah but i think people enjoyed it wait what, yeah what it, it still went on like, yeah. like oh yeah we, we did it so this yeah. was not on
1: the day of okay, no, okay. Yeah, this was during parts. one of the rehearsals yeah. okay
0: but i had written this like really campy like pseudo musical and like none of the kids could we had a couple kids who could sing and i gave yeah. them a duet and uh the guy tried to hit a high note oh. during like the chorus of oh holy night and like Botched it, but then he made a funny face, like "Oops, I messed up," and everyone like <laughs> laughed and was like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, um, uh, that it was the thing to do. It was, an, you know, it was enjoyably yeah. campy. I think the church enjoyed it. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah,
1: and I think like, you know, I don't know. Like I've I found like people kind of at some point I understood like okay, this is not meant to be deep. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Or it was, the, well, or the people who didn't get that were just like, that was so good. <laughs> like, that was
0: just wow.
2: Right. You know.
1: Yeah. And it. they would just be impressed by like anything, anything that yeah. is
0: like theologically like surface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were never asked to direct again no (laughs) um so we actually do have a patreon submitted question for tonight uh and if you guys want to support us on patreon go to patreon.com up for discussion you can pledge us as little as a dollar in order to uh a dollar be part of our support system here a dollar um and if you pledge more than five dollars you get to suggest a topic of conversation once a month uh like our question tonight from patrick who wants us to talk about like how we feel about the world becoming Uber connected and like self driving cars and stuff. Ooh, Uber,
2: that Uber. is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. I open. The door. I.
1: I've had I've had a couple conversations with my dad about Uber. Um, mm-hmm. I don't use it, um, mostly because I signed up for it once a long time ago and then didn't understand that it was cars and not taxis. So I think cars like pulled up to me and I'd be like, "Where's." Where the hell is the taxi? Um, <laughs> and so deleted it, and now I can't sign up again. Oh, because I Because I don't know what my old password is, and to confirm the password, I, it's weird. Hmm. Anyway, um, but like, I personally don't see the problem with Uber. Right. Um. Oh, there's plenty of problems. Well, I
0: don't, I don't, like, think, his question was about Uber. I think he was using he Uber, Uber as Uber like, connected. oh, did he like, mean Uber? connected. But Uber is, Uber is a,
2: is a like a relevant, yeah, it is a relevant topic, thing, but just just to clarify. Oh uh, well, <laughs> yeah. okay, but no, I I'm my dad you. doesn't I like it. Uber. I don't
1: have a
0: problem with it. Mm. Let's move on. Yeah, I know people who have driven with Uber, and they enjoy it. Yeah, I think it seems like a thing that makes sense. But I, yeah, yeah haven't used um, myself. But in terms of connectedness, mm. uh yeah, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I think it's complicated. I think it's generally favorable. I mean, I think that anything that has the potential to bring people closer together is a good thing. But But, I think that just like anything, it's both good and bad. Mm. Or it it is, is,
1: just like anything, it is. (laughs) And it can either be good or bad depending on how you use it.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. Okay. I mean... These are the best platitudes. Yeah, you're, you're, a, <laughs> philo- you're, you're a philosophy major. What's, uh, Go for uh, it. I'm a falafel. I'm um, a falafel. <laughs> <laughs> Sam,
0: what do you, like when you're getting that sweet, sweet sesame sauce poured all over <laughs> you, loaded up into a nice sesame sauce Then I, I feel really connected with cyberspace.
2: Yeah, it's delicious. I didn't know either. But huh. I'm uh, okay with that. I thought
0: it was hummus. Uh, I mean, you can hummus too. Tahini. Yeah. Is Tahini is sesame like sauce. Sesame based, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think. No. My mom makes a really good sesame sauce to go with her falafel. And she's like married to an Arab or whatever, so that's that's the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> but tell me what your like philosophical view like, you know, as a as a falafel, as a falafel. When you're digging through your books looking for hidden treasures.
2: Well, I guess the most relevant thing is um that there's this whole system of thought emerging around like effective labor being like a very important thing. Mm. And uh what's effective labor? Effective it's like distinct from uh I think it's Antonio Negri puts it. It's like distinct from just, you know, you go to work nine to five and that's your work in that effective labor is like building networks of like interpersonal relationships and that's like something that you have to be doing like all the time basically. Mm. And that's like an increasingly important part of, like, global capitalism, basically.
0: Right. Okay, so shifting the focus from, like, individuals who just go do their job for nine hours a day to, like, building connections and...
2: Building connections. So, I mean, like you guys said, there's both, like, pros and cons to that in that, like, first of all, people aren't being billed for that kind of thing. Like, there's, like, there's a huge amount of pressure on like new employees for any company basically to have you know be connected to already have like a ready-made network Mm -hmm. and they have to be on the ball and like always schmoozing basically Mm -hmm. and like every relationship you have has to be like important to your company or whatever whatever you're doing basically so 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 in some ways it's bad because it's like well that's shitty it kind of Right. Makes all of your social relationships a bit eh. Yeah. But at the same time, like you said, there there is like the sense where people are becoming more connected because there's the ability to work more mm-hmm. fluidly with people and not just have a a kind of uh manager employee relationship. Mm. You know, there's more yeah there's more opportunities.
0: <clears throat> well that makes sense. And my, my philosophy has always been that I like to like connect with people who are doing cool things yeah and then potentially collaborate with them yeah and so like as an artist like I think that those kind of connections are really important Mm. because it allows you to do cooler stuff Mm. Uh, and I guess like yeah in the business world that makes sense as well right you make those connections and it allows you to do better business things Mm.
1: yeah 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 and I think in like I've I've work as a as a social media manager Mm. and I think that there's like a lot of the things that I've read has been about um relating to people on social media as you would relate to them in your real life. Exactly. Um, and that, that does get a little, like I can see how, like why people have social media teams. Right. <laughs> um, not, and like at the moment we don't really need one cause we don't get that many interactions, but a couple of times that we've had them, I'd be like, okay, let me think about how to respond to that. And then I have to re- go and respond to it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. And about what sort of what, what you were saying, Tom, um, I just love the like yeah just the the rise of of like people who just do who just make their own jobs based off of stuff that they love mm-hmm. to do, mm-hmm. right, like um in in Verdun in my neighborhood, there's like a beer grocer that just opened up, oh cool, um, like last year, and uh, it's just like a couple couple guys who like just love craft beer like and locally made craft beer, and they were like, let's just open a shop, and so they're like opened up a shop where, like, that's what they sell. And all the beers that they sell, they've tasted. And, like, they don't sell beers that they don't like. Mm -hmm. And they sell, like, over 150 different kinds of beer. And they sell, like, a bunch of stuff that goes well with the beer. So if you're like, hey, I'm looking for something to snack on – and they say, "Well, you bought this beer, so these chips over here go really well with it because of this and this and this." Mm-hmm. And like to me, that's so much cooler than just like walking into <laughs> some big supermarket and just seeing the refrigerated aisle, which like I'm I'm I don't have a problem with, but like right. I do like going in and talking to someone who can like really really re- recommend something, or you know, a shoemaker who like really
0: knows everything about whether mm-hmm. there is to know about shoes. That's what I like about going to like the 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 SAQ, like the liquor store, yeah. is that most of the employees there like wine Mm. and so if you're looking for a bottle of wine like you can walk up to them and they'll usually have like recommendations of their own Mm. and if you ask them for a pairing they usually have that stuff kind of locked down Mm. i don't know if you have to like be a sommelier to work there i doubt it (laughs) but like they they at least are like you know kind of connoisseurs right yeah which i appreciate there's like a there's a love of craft
1: i think that to to go back to the to the question Mm. i think the rise of social media has made that possible totally is what has made the the yeah because you know people who like would think that they had a really niche um I don't know just a very niche uh, uh, hobby they were like you know I love quilting you know they might think that they were one of only a few but then you go on Etsy and you're like holy shit there's so many people right. doing that there's i'm going to whole... make I, like there's actually there's an actual culture of this Yeah, you know a or... quilt chair what a
0: quilt chair <laughs> of quilts it, it's a it's a cult, it's a quilt culture a quilt chair <laughs> but
1: yeah, I my point is that um, I think that like this is this is uh, like uh, the rise of artisan entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe is to be at least partially credited to social media, totally. to people being mm. connected and and people being able to like find people who love the same things that they do and then be able to join. Yeah, commune. Yeah, those are definitely
2: the positive aspects of it yeah mm-hmm. and
1: then there's the negative ones we're like we we've all read those studies yeah they're 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 published by all the baby boomers and the gen xers yeah um and our I, pastor who i just don't know it.
2: like why these people are blowing up babies yeah what is up with these baby boomers i mean w- who are they to moralize when they're exploding babies <laughs> yeah yeah like you'd think. like yeah we're on twitter all the time but, but at least we don't strapping dynamite to toddlers and <laughs> like that's bad in my books yeah yeah <laughs> call me old fashioned <laughs>
1: but you know but anyway. like we've, we've all read the studies that say that you know we isolate ourselves or that mm-hmm. we we start to see relationships as as goals right and uh-huh. relationships as ways to gain personal approval mm-hmm. which then that becomes destructive but i think right. like you know, and, and you, you can spend your entire time on your phone, like on your phone and checking Facebook and everything and not enjoy what's around you. And mm-hmm. I missed my bus stop today because I <laughs> I was looking at the Oatmeal's Instagram. Yep. And like, you know, that was probably the reason why I couldn't catch coffee at Bate uh, okay. <laughs> Latte, Latte because <laughs> otherwise I would have gotten to the stop on time. But I kept going f-
0: four stops. <laughs> they might also just be closed on Mondays. Uh, they close at seven. Okay. Yeah, because there's a lot yeah. of places here that are closed on Mondays for some reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. No but yeah, about that it,
1: life. So I think that it's all just you know, it's like the platitudes we were saying before. It's all about a balance. Yeah, <laughs> just like just like really everything in life is just about a balance.
2: You, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes
0: you get treasures. Sometimes you find a box full of poop.
2: That's yeah. That's really that's really deep, Tom. Thanks. I've never seen this time, this side of you. Yeah. It's the, uh, this is a Latin eye philosophy. I feel like real talk. I feel
0: like you see my like, yeah, like deeper thoughts a lot more often than anyone else does. That's true.
2: That's, that's been a tradition. Yeah. Yeah. But you also see my nonsense a lot more. (laughs) That's it. I think, I think, I think think you gotta like, they gotta come together. Yeah. Like the only people you talk in medium depth with are people you aren't, you Mm -hmm. aren't really. Right. That's, I mean, yeah. that's not exclusively true. I mean, I, I'm mm. saying the broader the the range between the lows and the highs of your conversations, the, the better, the better friends you are.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I so can see that and I, and I think that that's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that, yeah. And coming back to this, like, you know, seeing relationships as transactions almost. Right. Yeah. Which is what happens if you start to like look at everything as like oh like you know what is the benefit of me being friends with Sam? Uh, I mean like you know
2: zero. That is the <laughs> <laughs> Which
0: is why we're actual friends. <laughs> I get nothing out of no. But that's what. But that's it. Like you, you have to have relationships where you're not benefiting on a career level and you're not mm. benefiting on like a like you know yeah. artistic fulfillment level. Like you have mm. to have people who are just your friends who you yeah. enjoy being around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Emotional. Emotional yeah. support network
0: and like sure, like sure you're getting something out of it emotionally. So yeah. maybe maybe Every, there's
2: some kind of transaction there, but everything's selfish when you analyze it too much. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> but also everything is selfless when you analyze it too much.
2: That's true.
0: So about everything yeah. blowing up babies not a selfless act. Baby boomers,
2: we are well, all one. Yeah, that's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> everything is connected.
1: <laughs> the
0: deer eats the grass and.
1: <laughs> and the grass eats the deer after that. That's true. Like in uh, like in Life of Pi.
0: You know?
2: <laughs> so deep. Yeah, <laughs> when he lifts
0: Simba over the canyon and drops him.
2: <laughs> I listened Whoops. to Yan um, Martel on CBC, and it was. I don't think I could quote anything you said, but it was just the most excruciating experience I've ever. Really? He was Who just is Jan Martel? He's just talking. He's the author of Life of Pi. Oh, yeah.
1: okay. And a bunch of other stuff, too.
2: And he's like our Canadian. We're supposed to look up to him, basically. Okay. In addition to John Green. but uh <laughs> John Green. I, I think they could both die. No. They, I don't... <laughs> you could edit that out of town. No. You were saying
1: he was Sorry. on the radio? No. So,
0: in addition to John Green, Jan Martel, and the baby boomers, who else is on your kill list? <laughs> <laughs> They're going down. Oh, Joffrey, um, Cersei, Ilyn Payne. Uh,
2: well. Well. <laughs> doing fairly well. Anyway, so... This interview was just, I don't know, he was just going on and on about how the whole book was a triptych and and like a bunch of stories that were all interconnected. And me and Julian Rice, another guy from my band, were, were sitting in the car dying. I don't know, that's the end of that story. Basically.
0: Fair enough, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so I think if we can take anything away from this, it's that the interconnectedness is good, uh-huh. but also yeah.
2: potentially bad. I think that's where we started. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's good. That's like we, we set out our thesis. Yeah.
0: And then we proved we, we had three succinct paragraphs. We had yeah, citations.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had no citations. Yeah. Siri.
0: <laughs> Quoting <laughs>
1: Kierkegaard. Somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hegel, Hegel. Hegel, Hegel.
1: I go to go to have you. Yeah. Is that Nietzsche.
0: Nietzsche. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Sam hasn't seen Hamilton yet. Oh yeah. Guys, hashtag when you tweet this episode, hashtag it with Samilton. And it'll it'll tell Sam that he needs to watch Hamilton. so yeah, thank you, Patrick, for sending in a question for us. if you guys listening would like to submit questions for the show, give us your money on patreon.com slash up for discussion. Um, we can be followed on Twitter at Down with Talking at Tom's at night at know the other Simon at are you on Twitter, Sam? No. Don't follow Sam on Twitter. Do you have any, I mean, anything you want to plug? Uh, Some crackers teenagers? and Jam on Your band. Facebook.
2: Yeah. We're, on Facebook, you said? Yeah, that's okay. Crackers and Jam. Crackers is in saltines and jam is in... Is Kelly. it
1: and, like an ampersand? Or is it andy? Or is it a- apostrophe <laughs> <Andy>. N? <laughs> it's
2: it's and. It's... it's uh, no, and spelled yes. out in English. But there but there is an ampersand, not an ampersand, an, an umlaut. umlaut over the, the A, the in, first A. In crackers. In crackers. So it's crackers. It's crackers. crackers, crackers, and James on, Jam. and on Facebook. And that was only because Facebook won't let you uh represent generic food. <laughs> that, that's actually that's actually the real reason. <laughs> like you can't. What? Like you can't go on Facebook and just represent bread. You can't. You can't make <laughs> <laughs> Which is a really funny. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, we, we had to <laughs> struggle.
0: <laughs> so your your band name has an umlaut in it just because of Facebook. Yeah, no. I
2: mean, we we spent days figuring out uh, how to get man, around it. That's well, yeah, it's incredible. like
1: it's like the band Churches. They. You guys sort of the band Churches? Yeah. It's Churches with a V yeah. instead of a U because they like they re- they wanted to be called Churches, but they wanted their parents to be able to Google them easily, so they replaced the U with a V.
2: Mm. That's actually a good plan. Yeah. I know many yeah. bands who are just like Fools, and then you look them up, and then it's a bunch of picture of Fools.
1: Right? I love Fools. Fools are actually really great. I haven't checked them the out. The band.
2: But yeah.
1: They came out with a new album this summer, and it's really good.
0: I'll check it out. And you guys can keep an eye out for the new Crackers and Jam, crackers and jam album <laughs> coming out yeah. maybe this summer, maybe this fall. Benson.
2: Benson. Uh, it's slated <laughs> for a late July release.
0: Uh, what are you doing? What are you-, what are you doing? What are you doing playing someone else's media on our podcast? What are you doing, you scoundrel? We're
2: going to have to pay them. We're, we're going to have to pay them royalties. Them. Who we're going to have this? to pay them. We have to at least say people. their
0: names. Oh, oh I see. That is pretty good. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you again for coming, Sam. Thank you for having. Me. I want you to reach across the table. I'm reaching across the table to touch hands in the middle. Oh, uh, I feel a oneness. We are connected. In this we are simple. all
2: one. Join
0: our connected circle uh Yeah. Remember, you can rate and review the show on iTunes. Give us your money at Patreon.com and follow us on social media.
2: Join the hive mind.
1: And
0: remember, everybody's equal.